Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is September 19th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm doing a lot better than Danny Willett is right now. I'll say that. We are recording just at the end of, uh, end of what is it called? The Fortnite Championship. I've had it. The Fortnite? Fortnite, whatever it is. I can't keep <laughs> it It was like a mixture. You got a mix, a mix between yeah. Fortnite yeah, and Fortnite. My my brain is jumbled because I'm having an awful. How about the day. Browns? Oh God, I don't want to talk about this. I stay started with so much promise. You know, I had my tweet all, all lined up. Browns are going two and zero. The Guardians are in first place. They won like nine out of ten games. And Justin Lauer, Cleveland Zone, was there to win the Fortnite championship. Oh, none of this came. Uh, Guardians lost. I got Steve Harvey instead is the Cleveland celebrity, Cleveland personality that's making his you know presence known on golf broadcast. Not Justin Lauer, the Browns. I. Do you think the elf karma. is bad luck? No, it, I think, think our asshole owner Jimmy Haslam has, is bad luck. He's who you know I. And the fans like are going to bear the brunt of it, and I. It's just. It's unbelievable. I thought Dwayne Rudd throwing his helmet to set up a 15-yard penalty after we had won the game, tackled the Chiefs, won the game, to set up a 15-yard penalty. Could be the worst home opener loss, but this eclipses it. 99.9% chance of winning. I think Next Chance stats said it's the most like improbable comeback victory since they started keeping track of it. Up 14. I honestly, this is my honest experience i fell asleep i fell asleep i was watching the golf we went up two scores a little like five minute cat nap and i popped up i look at my phone i get a push notification new york jets win 31 30 from whatever <laughs> i was like nah wait what i was like did that is that a typo like can i nick chubb takes a knee and people are getting on nick chubb like who cares like we missed a field goal or missed a pat and then played just Decided not to play defense. Nick Chubb takes a knee. The game is over. Like, if he doesn't even run in the touchdown. Like, if he just goes down, the game is over. It's the most Browns loss. There have been 10 to 15, like, inconceivable losses in my, like, 25 years. This is, I think, number one. I know there's recency bias here, but I think I think it's number one. I think this is it. At giving up. Wow. Two touchdowns to the Jets and an onside <laughs> kick in under two minutes. When you just Joe take Flacco. To Joe Flacco. To Joe Flacco. It's not like, it's not like you know, Pat Mahomes, Lamar Jackson throwing and running on us. It's Joe Flacco and the Jets and our DBs. Like, <clears throat> the defensive coordinator cannot, like, the locks are changed. The defensive pass game co- coordinator locks change. Cannot come in the building. 
They're done. They're gone. This happened last week with the Panthers against Baker Mayfield, and it happened against Joe Flacco. They can't come in the building. They're out. This is unbelievable. I didn't want to start with this. I, I can't believe you brought up the Browns. I've been just, I, I thought well, we actually wouldn't even talk about it. It reminded me of Danny Willard. So let's get back to Danny <laughs> Three Willard. Three feet, seven you- inches. Think dunk. <laughs> so, you know. so he's, he played just, you know, pretty in, in odd conditions. Of course, you know, I said, I like, had this in my never, notes. Yeah. Never rained. Yeah. We, so I got a mess. I got a message from, from a fellow central Californian who said, <laughs> you did this. I've lived, I've lived here for 30 years. And this is the fourth time that it's rained in September since I've been here ever. And sure enough, it's raining. <laughs> right after I Terrible. say predictable they moved weather. Two times up, they're playing lift, clean, and cheat. It's pissing I mean, down on the broadcast. It's gray. Um, yes. It's great that it rained here. It's it's wonderful for it, fire huh? season. Sure. Yeah. But but the uh the but you know, so for it golf. rained. So Danny Willis played this round of golf just like a uh he's just plotting along playing like basically like carefree golf he's i had a similar experience to you i literally i'm sitting inside of my house watching it i watch him hit it to three feet and i watch homa max hit it to hit it short of the green and i like my daughter wants to watch mickey mouse i put mickey mouse on and i walk to the shed and all of a sudden i'm getting barrages of texts like i can't believe that just happened i can't you know and and i i'm like Max Home and I open my computer and the, the leaderboard. Max Home was at the top of it. Um, I think as soon as Homa chipped in, it felt like I, I felt like a playoff was coming. I didn't. I didn't see you know Willett hammering it past you know God. the second one being longer than the first one. That it felt like as soon as <laughs> is that Homa one of the worst in, putts that we've seen uh, you know to win a tournament. It's it's up there. The I mean, as soon as he missed the first, you knew the second one was not going in, and we were able to record. We didn't have to wait out a playoff um, for our sake. I, I just wonder if he's still coming to grips with the Queen's passing. You know, that's something Luke Elvey might say. <laughs> well, and that's why he, he might be. To- it sounds like Luke Elvey's taking the knee pads off, and, oh. and he's uh, he's moving into the booth next week for his uh, beloved live tour. He's so. playing the pro-am live Chicago. Sounds like he's a, he's a, like shocker of all shockers giving his, <laughs> his tweets. There's all sorts of, st- well, whatever. Um, yeah. So Danny Willett's going to, going to really bring something, an added dimension to the broadcast team. That cheerleading. God awful. Additional cheerleading. Um, God awful broadcast. Team. <laughs> um, a, this is a question I had. I mean, this gets to larger issues in golf right now, but like, why is Danny Willett not on the European tour this week? Why is he? Pl- I know why he is. This isn't a Danny Willett critique, but it's just us, like a, a European tour player, past major champion, <clears throat> shouldn't be playing September, late September PGA tour events on the West Coast, California. I, I mean, the be- the better question is like Tom Dietrich, who finished, finished. T12. Well, he just got his card, right? Or no? I know, but he's he's in the mix for the Dubai, race to Dubai, and yeah. he's playing over here. You know, yeah. that's that's what this we'll whole fall series has done. I mean, thing. Matt Wallace is T21. Like you, there was a number of of European tour players playing this week. I, you know, it's just an odd. 
and it gets I, I'm it's again not a critique of Danny Willett's choice, but like he should be playing the European tour. He shouldn't the, the PGA tour shouldn't be cannibalizing so like what little what they have. And when what they have are past major winners they can try to lean on. Guys who've been in some Ryder Cup, some done some things, and I I don't know. He, he's contending on the PGA Tour all the way on the other side of the United States. Uh, it's just an odd, odd mix. Probably something you wouldn't see a ton of, uh, you know, twenty years ago. But there he was. Uh, anything else on the Fortinet Fortinet Championship? Well, I Max mean, it was. It's got to get Max Homa going into the Presidents Cup. He says he's motivated. He's got a chip on his shoulder. I don't know if you heard that interview yeah, with I saw Kira that. Dixon afterwards about you know he's seen the the twitter the guys with twitter fingers chirping him saying he never would have made the team had the live boys not left um which i'm not sure is accurate even you know i bet he probably would have been a captain's pick this is something i wanted to talk about yeah um i mean what it, you know obviously we don't know like but what rank golfer what would bryson DeChambeau look like right now if he was playing on the PGA Tour or Brooks. Like, we would be talking, like, if Liv didn't exist, we'd be like, who, where are these guys? What, what are they? They're like, you know? And I think mean? that's like, what do you mean? Like, would they even be on the President's Cup team? I don't know that. They haven't done, I mean, they're playing these little hit and giggles with 48 guys and they've yet none of them have yet to even factor in a tournament Brooks like the only together a little bit today right i mean, I mean what he finished 22nd total finished 20 22nd <laughs> he but he did finish shoot, the top he did post a oh i guess it was a 70 why did i think he was maybe he started hot chase, you're thinking about chase well chase we also just got a text <laughs> from front of the program because can't believe Chase Kepka, a middling minor league tour player, is hanging in there having decent finishes on lip. So middle of the well, road. This is, this is a this is the thing. Peter Uline, Peter Uline, Chase Kepka are contending. Brooks and Brooks and uh, like, but if you go down it, the only player that for sure would have been a, uh, a Presidents Cup player is DJ, in my opinion. On the U.S. side, obviously, on the U.S. Nationals that are in the. That were in the mix. Um, like Brooks has done nothing. No, that makes me me think that he's like a top end player right now. Right, I would agree. Right, he did nothing in majors this year. How about Phil? Got his first top ten since the PGA Championship, and that includes live little invitational hit and giggle forty eight man top tens. This was his first top ten, I think, since he won the PGA at uh, at Kiowa, as far as I can so- tell. Going back to Homa, I think he would have been on the team regardless. Like, there's even if, even if, uh, it Brooks and Bryson and DJ are on the team, I think you're booting other players before you get to Max Homa. Yeah. I, so I think it's hard to. I'm di- I'm dissolving the chip on his shoulder. Well, I think I, what does that mean? Some, like a chip on his shoulder? Just, what, there's so many what, euphemisms. What, that are, but what does it mean? That, I don't know. I don't know. Like, like, how would you have a chip in your shoulder? There's a lot of these things. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. Have your cake and eat it too. <laughs> pot calling the kettle black. Like, pot can't talk. There's a lot of these things that are just make no sense. That go back, that came about 50, 70, 100,000 years ago, and we don't know why they what they mean or why they came about, but we used them. But yes, he has a chip on his shoulder. Um, anything else on the Fortinet? 
Congrats to Homa joining the Swedish Pancake Zone. Five five PGA Tour wins. I came quick, you know. I I think I well saw... I I saw a bunch of people running to to post about how he you know four straight birdies or whatever it is to get it to get into quarter oh, fairy the, finals the or whatever Portland or whatever it was and up there. yeah yeah they to did get that. his card. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, now he has five wins. He's undeniably one of the best twelve American players of the past twelve months. No, right? I, I, I like like to this point, this wouldn't have counted for Residence Cup points next week, anyways. But it feels like he's who knows. It feels like he's probably a pretty solid Ryder Cup option. I mean, too, but who knows what happens? Also, defending your ch- title is never easy. No. You know. I mean, that's like, it's impressive anytime you win somewhere two years in a row because you actually have to do more stuff and there's expectations and, you know, all sorts of, all sorts of shit. Anybody else impressed you? Ricky T6, Sahith Thagala T6, the Todd watches back on, you know, Todd, Todd feasts in the fall. You know, Brendan Todd comes for the fall with his Mayakobas and his Butterfields, things like that. It's good to see him in form as Todd watch comes into full effect. I'm excited for Taylor Montgomery and yeah. why I'm excited about Taylor Montgomery is that he led, he had, led the corn Ferry tour in birdie average. And why does that matter? You can't teach birdies. You can coach away part or you can coach away bogeys, right? Yep. Can't teach birdies. So I always, that's one way I always look like to look at, at uh, who's going to play well from the corn Ferry tour is look at who's making a lot of birdies. Saw a little Davis Thompson get a top ten. So it's it's Z- ZB. I mean, there were a lot Blair. of there. there was out yeah. there. There's some some numbers out there for guys who a you know are returning after you know major medicals or first starts as new new card holders. Um, but that's what happens here in this fall. Yeah, Ben Ben on was on the Corn Ferry Tour last year. Taylor Montgomery. Uh, you got uh, Davis Thompson. Tom Tom Dietrich obviously was the fi- from finals, but you know I think this it, it shows you know the Corn Ferry guys playing well. It just like I don't want to beat the drum that I always beat, but it just you well, know the difference between yeah these guys yeah, could have been up the, on the tour playing three months ago or whatever. Yeah. It just shows like the difference. The bottom of the tour, it, it just filled with so many guys. Like these guys are just as good, you know. Um, if not for the final. 90 seconds would there have been a single memorable thing about this tournament i watched a lot of it because i I watched question still stands and i have to say no (laughs) so i'm like i watched a lot fireworks oh hold on (laughs) what I'm glad they got the, a good. Finish. Let me. I just want to. I want to confirm something. We are in the year 2022, right? Yeah. Today, watching the Fortnite was the single uh, hardest thing that I've endured in, from a ter- in terms of trying to watch live p- professional sports in quite some time. Like, if you were not at your home with like multiple devices available. Disaster. There's no way you are going to be able to watch today's tournament. None. None. It is just such an. <clears throat> I, in, you're going up against Liv. You've got a competitor. This can't happen. I know. It, All right. I I agree with not bumping other. Like I get. Like you can't bump the coverage. 
but you you signed on with NBC for like one of the things they have is huge infrastructure. And they couldn't even get the stream on golfchannel.com. They couldn't even get it up on that. It, it was wasn't working. It was a mess. It, it was- I had to go download the thing that I deleted so happily years ago, the NBC Sports app. I had to download that, set up an iPad, and watch from that because I couldn't do it on my computer. First, I tried on my computer. They're like, oh, no, you can't, can't do it on the computer. It's like, what the hell is going on? And like... What a disaster. It, it was, was easier to watch live. It, I, it was, it was, um, yeah, it was a bad, bad time to have that happen where the products were really literally side by side in tabs on my computer. And one was constantly choppy, breaking up, stopping commercials. They're telling me to scan QR codes. Like, what, 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 what is this? Do people need QR codes for everything? They need to get out their phone to scan QR codes to find out the TV schedule. Like, just put the thing on. And so that was on every, like, you know, coverage will How does a billion-dollar organization not have an app that can stream the, the coverage? Well, then you open the app, and the error message was pop-up. It was showing you the Players, the players Championship TV schedule. Like, it's been moved up. What? What are we talking about? Why is there some listing for March? It was just – and then I had – so I had them both running a lot. <laughs> I often, like, I'd flip the tabs over, but not the audio. And like there was Justin Lauer, and I'd hear like this. This will move the Crushers into like fourth <laughs> place. And I was like, wait, I'm all, I was all confused because I, I didn't want to get them up on different screens. I just had it happily, uh, you know, on my laptop. Uh, it had you know Red Zone on other stuff, but that that can it happen for a tournament that's like you know not a primo event? Sure, can, should it happen when you literally have your competitor product side by side? You'd think there would be an emphasis on presentation and visibility as as the other competitor looks for something more than just streaming. I mean, they could claim they do streaming better, quite honestly, after today. At least execution, visibility. I know they don't have commercials, and that's a huge, like, that's just the way the business that's works. That's why and you if can't they could blink. Have commercials, they would, they would take them. I'm sure they will take them. Um, but... It was a inexcusable sort of presentation today. Basically, and, and the other thing is like, doesn't NBC have like gazillion channels? Like that's what put I'm it saying. On CNBC or whatever else, just put it somewhere. And also they have Peacock. And also, they, like, yeah, what is going? How is it not on Peacock? That's that's what I didn't understand. I I kept checking Peacock. It's just yeah. I, I guess like the one advantage you have over the one big, big, big advantage, and they have several, um, is a TV deal. And uh, here you are just trying to stream and doing it uh, more, doing it and not as not as well as the competitor. It wasn't a good look for that. But congrats to Max Homa, like a solid defense from a probably a real name brand sort of star in the field. That's what you wanted from this event if you're the PGA Tour in terms of a finish. Um, should we do an ad read for our friends at realmarshoes.com, not realmar.com? If you want to book a vacation to wherever that is, I think it's a Wyndham. You can go Puerto there. Rico. But you want to buy uh, <laughs> new driver deck drivers or loafers or boat shoes, however you want to call them. They're a little, I think one of the things I like about them is their versatility. They can be like super casual. Like I said, I literally wear them with my bathing suit to the pool. I wear them with pants when I'm like a little more dressed up. Um, they don't stink. They've got a waterproof 
to them so you can they got customizable bearings i just up. got some new bearings they sent me some illini bearings they sense they sense that the that illinois football is back you know burt bielema is leading us to the promised land and they said they just i i didn't ask for them they just showed up some orange blue bearings really? for my for my real mars yeah i pop them in there you can change them out it's like getting new shoes and what, you know it gives you a little variety <clears throat> And when Illinois goes three and eight, you can just say it's some other. You can just say it's basketball. I can say it's the Bears. Okay, the Bear. <laughs> We're gonna get. Are their you waiting for Sunday tonight. night? No, I'm been loathing it. I need as an uh, unbiased. I need Sunday night football to like be good. You know, it's the Sunday night scaries. Like you need a distraction. You need something good to kind of ease you out of the weekend into the week. And like that's just I, I'm sorry. I hope I I don't wish your Bears ill will. I hope Fields is great. What if they win? Game, what if they win and they go two and zero? But what if they win? That would be amazing. I mean, there's a lot of questions for Aaron Rodgers. I would be into that. I just don't see it. It's on paper. It's not an exciting way. I, so I asked a couple of my Bear fans. This this has to do. I asked them while I was wearing my Rio Mars. Um, <laughs> that's how anyway. It did. But anyways, I asked a couple of friends. So you were comfortable, right? Your feet. I was very comfortable. While you're having this yeah. conversation, right. and my feet didn't stink. Yeah, yeah. 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 So anyways, okay. I said to a couple of friends, I asked the, I posed the question: Is this the high point of the bear season earlier this week? Yeah. Is it? Is it? And and without without a doubt, all of them replied, "Yes." It will not get One better than this. Want to know and beating the 49ers, a team that everybody expected to be like a Super Bowl contender. So, without a doubt, <laughs> the high point of the season has already happened. So, we're just going downhill from here. All right. But at least you'll be comfortable in your realmarks.com. Use the promo code SGS15. You'll get 15% off at checkout uh, when you use that. You also got boots too occasional boots i i don't have those chukas chukas uh if you want to say that pronounce it that way uh but yeah go to realmarshoes.com use the promo code sgs15 had a couple friends get these uh they're 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 quite happy with the selection um all right thanks to real oh yeah i was at an event the other day on monday yeah uh last monday yeah and somebody somebody at the event said man i was just so happy real mars back on the pod it's like it's been a while. Yeah, good. So there's a first person, uh, you know, interaction on it. All right, uh, let's do live or uh, I don't know. It was a good week for team golf. The right? four aces? What? No, the PGA of America Club Pros. <laughs> I won the PGA Cup for the second time in a row. The Club <laughs> Pros. Thank you, Club Pros. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, I don't think pros. I don't think you're overpaid. Tumultuous just for the record, for club pros in some corners. But uh, Omar, you're rusty. You know that tried and true club pro, right? It's work in the shop, giving <laughs> lessons, hit the clinching putt, and I just he, he, he said he was emotional. It means a lot. Feels great to finally come over here and win. So apparently he's been doing this a while. He's he was he was on the other end of the ledger. He lost playing overseas in the PGA Cup in 2015 and 17. <laughs> Third time's a charm, as they say, which is another one of these chip on your shoulder. What does that mean? Third time's a charm. Who decided that? Um, I'm a little bit emotional than I expected. Excitement, joy, almost tearful joy. So there you go. Omar Uresti, near tears for winning the PGA Cup. 
for the USA versus uh, the British club pro, an Irish club pro. Um, no, but on the real team golf with the four aces go four in a row. I would say uh, this event didn't have a lot of interest. Uh, I watched it, uh, but uh, the Fortnite didn't either until the last 90 seconds. The team thing, I guess the smash guys, <laughs> smash made it close. Well, Sue Ann didn't even know who, punch. who Smash was. She called Chase Punch, Punch Boy, and he took great offense. He corrected her immediately. Sue Ann, just, Smash. Sue Ann's terrible. Do you think Luke Elvey is going to replace Sue I, Ann? Well, it could be. Well, that, that could be where we're going, I suppose. Um, but the four aces win. Cam Smith was pretty comfortable in front. I, I don't know that we need to talk a lot about like the golf. I, it just Can we talk exciting. about Steve Harvey? Yes. Why is he there? What about so, what about He clearly was paid to be there. All right. Why I, does he I, need I, the money? He doesn't need any money. The guy makes has to make hand over fist. They probably were like, hey, do you want to come out for fifty thousand dollars? And he was like, sure, yeah, I'll come out. So, anyways, Steve Harvey gets I I tuned into this like a couple times through the weekend. Like I just would like pop it on. Mostly I was like mostly interested to see the numbers and, and how many people were watching. And it wasn't good. There weren't a lot of people watching, as expected. Like the low streaming numbers. Streaming numbers are totally tied to who signed up last week. You know, like who the new edition is. There are people, then people tune in to see what's going on. This week, no notable additions had zero juice, zero juice at this tournament or exhibition, whatever you want to call it. But, anyways, Steve Harvey is, is interviewed and he just trots out. Like what the live line was like, he was, he was like, he was like, oh, this team golf, the energy out here. It's, it, it's just like, you know, it's just like the, uh, t- the Scottsdale tournament. No, he but, didn't say that. Yeah. He goes, but it all over the course. No, come on. Dead serious. That's what he said. All right. So then the interview keeps going. And he goes, you know, this is the first golf tournament I've ever been to. So he has no standard of comparison. So he has no clue. <laughs> they told him to say the Scottsdale thing. If he'd never been to a tournament before, how would he say that? A great Clevelander, Steve <laughs> they just, Harvey. They just put him up there. Tell him, this is what, you, what we want you to say. Then he starts talking about the players he met. And I don't, I can't remember exactly the name that he used, but he called Dustin Johnson something like Dave Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) Davey Johnson. So then they're they're interviewing whatever his name is from the public investment fund, the chairman. Today, yeah. Yeah, sir. And Steve Harvey rolls back in. They did. They brought him back in. He was there again. He was there all weekend. Scotty Pippen and Steve Harvey. I, I, Sergio had a truly bizarre post on this on Instagram. He goes, "One of the realest men out there, and someone we haven't. Who are who's we? Sergio, his wife. <laughs> we have admired for a long time. That cannot be true. That Sergio <laughs> has admired Steve Harvey for a long time. And one of the realest men. How can he speak to Steve Harvey? He met him in the parking lot for two seconds." realest men out there 
appreciated me inspired inspired now he's inspired by steve harvey his work <laughs> ethic and outlook on everything what is, what is sergio garcia what strange bedfellows we're getting we have a uh, on live golf we have yeah the head of the piff steve harvey and troy mullins all in the same frame um the head of the piff did have some interesting comments basically saying um we're just getting this started. This is an invitational series. They're just working yeah. it out. The league's coming. Which, you know, I think when people call it exhibition, that's kind of get like right now. That gives it sort of maybe a fair critique because they're sort of admitting that this is just sort of, this is just kind of we're giving out money, we're attracting players, but this isn't what we're doing. This isn't the end goal here or or what it's gonna look like. So I I, I think this is nothing like what it could be. And and Yasser sort of got at that in his quick comments. Uh, and I think it also it also illuminates that the player defections aren't over. Well, yeah, you just mentioned that the one way they get juice is by when they have new guys to announce. So I think they got Well, they're going to get a ton of juice from Luke Elvey going, I'll let me tell you. <laughs> Anything else from Liv? Uh, I just want to say the telecast is so bad. It's unwatchable. The commentary or the telecast or, or the people? The commentary. Like, that. the whole team is just awful. It's just, I don't think you could put it together a collection of individuals. Listening on mute is oh, better come on. than with sound on. I think they told him to get a little cheeky today because we had Fultz was talking about Jeff Galuli. Somebody should hire Jeff Galuli to take out the four aces. You know, the guy who beat Nancy Kerrigan with the pipe. You know, like who, to- where's that reference coming from? They had the, it, the whoopsie Freudian slip about off with his head when, uh, yeah. when Br- <laughs> Bryson ran into the rope and like <laughs> went down because Frazier, because he hit a rope for a second. How about the, you think he was really I that mean, hurt or he was just embarrassed so he went to a I knee like to pretend a, like he got a good shot I feel like a, a rope across the face if you weren't expecting it would be pretty jarring sure that was that was the entire symbol was that the high point that was a metaphor the for the Browns game guy he nearly holds it and then all of a sudden he gets hit in the face with a rope and he's down on one knee um Here's a question: Would it be? Would it have been better? Everybody's talk. I, 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 everybody on the telecast. Oh, it's so great that Cam Smith came here and won. Like, I would say that's the worst case scenario: is Cam Smith just coming and dominating week in week out and showing how weak the competition is. I mean, you have Chase Kepka in the top ten. You have the four aces seem to be unbeatable, and you have Cameron Smith. I, you know. It's just it's a, because if he didn't, if he struggled, it'd be like, oh, this was the hottest player in golf going into this and, and he can't win out here. He's, but it, instead, he's like played pretty bad at Boston, finished fourth or third or whatever. And now he won this like it. I don't know that Rich Harvest Farms. God, I, I hope Pat it's Perez not. was cussing out a green. Did you see that? He was not. How about Pat Perez? How much money he's making he doing play well. jack shit. I love Faraday. Speaking of the broadcast, <laughs> Faraday's just talking about the fantastic venue. Like, that's your closing thought? It was like how great Rich Harvest Farms was because of the final score. He was very happy that the final score was whatever, 9, 12 under. Was like, it was just so when I, tuned in, when I tuned in on Friday, the streaming numbers were in the 20,000s. Really? 
And then it was like up to 40 towards the end of the Friday. I, I never saw it above like 68. I feel like it was in the 70s late today. Okay. Sunday. That, that's so far away from other uh, other ones, I feel like. Um, I feel like that's the lowest by far. And I, I say this because now they're going to Bangkok and Jeddah. How do you think those are going to fare? Right. What did you make of Phil's comments? The PGA Tour for the last 20 or 30 years have had all the best players in the world. That will never be the case again. Live Golf is here to stay. The best solution is for us to come together. Um, I don't think... Because uh, then there was Norman comments that he's not interested in any partnership. I don't think Live is... I think those players want, but I don't know that Norman and Yasser and those people are at this point, right? That Listen, like... Saudi Arabia is adept at running a monopoly. That's what they do with oil. You know? Yeah. It was interesting. Uh, they, I think they want to monopolize golf. The broadcast did just talk about the OWGR out in the open. They're like, oh, it's all political. They're trying to get them. On, they mentioned that the four aces have a monopoly on the, on the, uh, whatever team competition, but they, they do. They seemed a little more unchained on the broadcast of that, that, matters at all i don't know. i mean but phil's talking he's feeling himself a little bit again he's talking more he's certainly better than brooks kepka whose one answer was literally i mean it's golf but louder right that was literally his answer was he just parroted this stupid like tagline of the whole enterprise kepka has been sadly hollowed out uh for right now at least but he's the saddest i think of all of this yeah, we, yeah just off the page completely not even low kepka in Chicago. How so. about how about the four aces beating Smash? And this is who they beat. They beat Kepka, Chase Kepka, and Peter Uline. Is it only two counting scores? Three on... and the last day, but two. But the reason they were there is because of Chase and Kepka and Peter Uline. I like, I know there's a team competition, but I guys, think they gotta figure that Ch- out. Chase Kepka middle and minor <laughs> league tour player. This no is the first meaningful golf he's played since college. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was it was interesting. I thought that it looked good for them that their stream was working better and they had more shots to show and you could find it and you knew exactly where it was. But I, I didn't get a lot um, out of this one. I think in the same way. Well, this this is the this is the larger question. Like the Fortnite championship. Not a great golf event. Fine. The whatever they're playing in the European tour in the fall, usually not going to be great. Italian Open was all right this morning. Is Live Golf next fall going to be markedly better? Right? They might have better players. I, I just don't know that it's going to make an incursion, but maybe as, as Yasser said, this is just not really the product we're going to have. I, I, I get, I, I don't know how much they're spending so much money to just have another sort of, um, not totally top shelf event that can be ignored by most sports fans as football goes on. And I, I get that they're expanding the roster. They're going to have events throughout the year, but, uh, this was just another sort of golf event in the fall when golf isn't on the front line. But hey, they're continuing a pace, I guess. Now they're going abroad to Thailand. 
going to be great viewership numbers for Bangkok well, and, and Jeddah. Uh, elsewhere in golf, Bob McIntyre wins the DS Automobiles Italian Open. They got about as good of a leaderboard circumstance as they could have hoped for with Rory playing. They had a playoff with Fitzy and Bob Mack. Um, congrats to Robert McIntyre. By far his most significant win. First time he's played well in a long time. So, congrats to Shanksy too, our guy. Oh, the cat, his looper? No, his uh, swing coach. Swing coach, Shanksy. Is his name Shanksy, really? I think his last name. I think it's Simon, if I remember correctly. Shanks. Simon Shanks? Yeah, Simon he, Shanks. he called him out in the, in the post round. So, Bobby Mack gets a lot of, a lot of hype as like a next gen euro tour player he's only won twice his <laughs> yeah. first one was the aphrodite hills cypress showdown one of those sort of really watered down COVID era kind of haphazard you know threw it together haphazard events he's showing out at couple opens kind of he's 26 um yeah so i i congrats to him and this was a monumental win for him he beat really good players in Fitzpatrick and um, Rory and others. He also seems like an amazing human, like cool, cool dude, right? He played Gullen right before we were there in uh, July. Sounds like the absolute salt of the earth human and people want to root for him. And that's probably why it gets even more boosting in, in social media and elsewhere. But I guess I was just a little surprised at how thin the resume was when I started looking at this was just a second win, but um, it seems like he's going to be a Ryder Cup player. I guess he's a lefty. He's a. Scott. Now that he won there, he's going to be on his team. You think? I think this this Ryder Cup team is going to be pretty thin. I guess. I uh. You got Danny Willett Can't, as long as he doesn't have a foot putt from three feet. I, I I think it's important also to point out like. The U.S. team's never going to be as good as it once was because I think they'll be, you know, they're going to lose players to live and they've lost players to live. They won't have the same team as Whistling Straits, but this European Ryder Cup team is, is not good. And there's obviously so. like a year to go till it, but I mean, it is, it is paper thin. And I, I, I don't think it's going to has... be like the, the years of David Hall coming off the bench. I don't think that has, much to do with live as so much as just a new era turning over, right? The guys who went to live were already mostly out, save for Sergio, maybe, right? Paul Casey, your guys, God, Paul Casey, sure, Paul Casey, just faking his way around, you know. So, remember when everybody like had already cried at the uh, whistling straits and Casey decided he had to also get in on it and just <laughs> crack it out, like started talking. Talking himself into tears, but it's everybody like else was genuine. Your kid's crying and then yeah. immediately stops crying when you do what they want. Yeah. Yeah. Casey. Um, I guess he could have played. Yeah, sure. Uh, all right. Anything else on the Italian Open? This was great coffee golf for us on the East Coaster. It, it's just a nice fall coffee golf before football takes over our lives and with some real names playing. I wouldn't say Marco Simone was. Um, was it awe inspiring? No. Did someone characterize it? As that? No. That sounds like a live thing that people would say. Elsewhere at golf, at the Portland Classic, we had uh, <clears throat> Andrea Lee wins by one shot over Daniela Darkea, uh, 
All right, pretty good event. Not bad. I mean, this took priority, kept its place on the broadcast schedule as the Fortnite had to move around with weather delays. But Portland, they sneak that in as the race to the CME Globe continues through the end of November. Congrats to Andrea Lee. Kind of like, talk about movement, right? Coming from KFT. Like, she started on the Epsom Tour. Now she's won on the LPGA before the out of the year. You know, worked her way up, won on the Epsom Tour, got in, got up to the LPGA and wins in Portland. So uh, I think your, your point about movement also exists over on the women's side as well. Get, get some of these, as we know, well, we, it's the everywhere. Game, they're better. It younger. Just, I don't understand why I, I understand why it's the way you kind of had to do things when technology was different. Right. Yeah. But like at this point, like there's no reason why I mean, these should be rolling seasons with checkpoint. The one thing I was going to say about live was like, you know, when this tournament's a snoozer and Cam Smith's going to win, right, on 18, there's still stuff going on with Uline and, and DJ with getting up and down for the team thing, right? It adds, like, layers of consequence, right? And, like, I kind of feel as if all golf should have added consequence throughout the the tournament. And the way you could do that is with, you know, relegation and promotion and and. It could easily be a weekly thing, like you drop below X number, like you're out. Like, but it would start with having a bigger. I think you'd actually expand out. I was thinking about this this week, but like, if you expanded out the size of the tour, right, and then just kind of like melded the Corn Ferry Tour and the PGA Tour, and you just had priority rankings, right, and it just fluctuated every week. That's how you do it, right? Yeah. And then once you dip below a certain number, you go down. Yep. yep. Just looking for, uh, yeah, scrolling Twitter here. Sunday night comes to a close. On the Champions Tour, we have the Sanford International. I know you're big on that. Steve Stricker beat Bob. Crowley. Well, I'm not I'm big on it. Out. It's not at Minnehaha this year. I saw it. it was at Sioux Falls Country Club or something. Oh, really? No, I think it was Minnehaha. No? No. Didn't do our Champions Sioux Tour. Sioux Falls Country Club. Okay. All right. Steve Stricker wins in a playoff over Bob Carlson. Uh I think that does it for this weekend of golf. You have any other parting thoughts? The Bears prospects against Aaron Rodgers. Uh, uh, not looking for. I hate. Have you been I hate all Bears day? Packer fans waiting Packer all day games. for Sunday night. I hate Bears Packers games, especially Sunday night games. I just don't know why they do this to us. Why they put us into the national spotlight for these? It's too bad. All right, that does it. Hey, it's the Presidents Cup week. I think that's going to be exciting. Something different. I mean, it's it's match play, team match play. I, I saw I don't that know the, it, that uh, international teams like plus eight fifty yeah, now. Yeah, keep going, keeps going up. And it's up. crazy. Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll be back Wednesday. Full uh, Presidents Cup preview. I'm sure there'll be some quotes and uh, press conferences to dissect, and then you know, hopefully, some match lineups and, and some early reaction to the week at the President's Cup. We'll talk to you then.